Hey everybody, Elliot Gravit here with Providence Hill Real Estate, bringing another one of our podcasts, Chat and Chill with Providence Hill. I'm here with my uh, good friend, Caleb Boyer over here, one of the best. Hello. And we have Megan Kehoe, who works for Sports Backers. And Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you do with Sports Backers. All right. Um, well, I am uh, originally from New Jersey. Yeah. Um, I've been in Richmond since uh, December of 03. So you finally made and a good decision by coming below the Mason-Dixon <laughs> line and hanging out here in Richmond. Yeah. After spending some time in West Virginia for college, um, my husband is actually from here. Okay. So moved home for a year before I uh, made the move down to Richmond. Um, before sports backers, I worked for the Richmond Braves. Um, so I spent three seasons with the Braves and six total seasons working in minor league baseball before kind of making that shift over to sports backers. Okay. What other minor league teams did you work for before the Richmond Braves? Um, so I spent two summers interning with a team called, uh, the Lakewood Blue Claws, which was a single A affiliate of the Phillies. Okay. Um, and then a year in the independent league up in Newark, New Jersey with the Newark Bears. Yeah. Um, and you know, while it's an independent league, uh, we actually had Ricky Henderson, um, and Jose Lima on the team while I was up there, which was That's kind wild. Of fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And so then three years with the Braves yep. and then you got a job with sports backers. Yeah. So tell us about your role with sports backers now. Um, well, when I started with Sportsbackers, I was working in our sponsorship uh, department, sponsorship okay. and development. Um, and I spent a couple of years over there. And then um, Tracy Russell, who used to be our race director, uh, moved on to Atlanta. She went to the Atlanta Track Club. Um, okay. And at that time, I shifted over to help out in the operations side. Um, so I spent a few years as an operations manager uh, before I started taking on the event director role for a few events. And uh, I've been the race director for the 10K for uh, since 2016 now. Wow. That's great. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, that's a fun race. It's a really great community builder. Um, we've noticed that, you know, you, how many typical runners do you guys have when y'all do the race of the 10 K in the spring? Um, so this year we're expecting to be around 19 to 20,000 total oh, participants. It is. And it's really exciting, especially after the, you know, the, the struggle over the last few years sure. with the pandemic. And, you know, when you're in the industry of bringing mass of community events together, you know, it was a tough couple of years for us, but we're excited to be back out. Um, we were back in person last year um, and had an amazing day. We just had such great energy from all of the people, not only participating, but the support along the course and the right. spectators and the volunteers and, you know, everybody. It's it really does bring the entire community together. Yeah. And am I right that is it one of the biggest 10K events in the nation? It is. So um, we are the fourth largest 10K in the wow, country. Um, and we're also one of the top 50 races in the nation. Yeah. Wow. Megan, what do you think makes our race day here in Richmond, this 10K, so special? Why is it, to Caleb's point, one of the top five races in all of Rich, uh, all of America, if you will? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's, it's the community coming together, right? right? Um, you don't have to be a hardcore runner to participate. Um, we certainly have, it's a very flat, fast course. So if people are looking for a PR, um, that is a very possible thing. Um, we also have seated waves. So if you are a fast runner, you know, you have to prove you can run that fast in order to start in that group. So you're with people of similar speed. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to dip and dodge around people. Um, but it's also for the community. A lot of people get their first race mm -hmm. as the 10k um they kind of take that first step this is their first kind of entryway into doing something like this um and and they can do that right and they have the support of the community around them um so it's it's really just all-encompassing from the people who are you know winning the race to the people who are out there just 
for a walk, right? right. I mean, we have you know, roughly 20% of our participants are walkers and they're there not to run. They're there to go out and exercise and lead that healthy lifestyle in their own way. That's great. That's great. So when you guys have um, these elite runners, what is the prize for the 10K for kind of your your first female or your first male? What's that look like? Um, So it has changed over the years. We actually work with a a local group here out of um, University of Richmond called the Collegiate Running Association. Um, And so the prize money um, that they put up goes directly to collegiate athletes. Um, So you don't have to be a full time student. As long as you're enrolled in at least one class, you're eligible for that. Um, And the CRA does an amazing job with recruiting athletes and bringing them in and and really putting on the, the race portion of the rate of the event. Okay. So what you're saying is, Caleb, you need to go and get like an online class with like Phoenix <laughs> and get your run on. It's a lot for me to learn. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously, um, tell us about the logistics of the race day. I mean, it is a massive event. Like to your point, there's 20,000 runners possibly or walkers. People are trying to get some exercise. But there's also lots of other like you've got water stations and you've got bands playing and you I mean, you've got fun party zones. So tell me a little bit about how do you put all that together? <laughs> So we have an amazing team. Um, we have an event committee that is comprised of both volunteers um, and staff members, um, and they do just a phenomenal job with all of those logistics. So we have people in charge of the party stops. We have people in charge of the bands and the water stops and coordinating all of those different things. And I mean, that work goes months and months and months um, prior to race day. Um, you know, we don't just show up race morning and say, OK, here you go. Um, so our committee really does, uh, all of that kind of back work and, uh, our, our water stop coordinator has been with us, I think 20 years. Um, he's, he's wonderful. Uh, and he has, you know, all of his spreadsheets and all of his data and like every year he's got year over year, how much should we go through and what the temperature was and all of these details. (laughs) Chris, do you know how many gallons it is? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, um, but it is part of the spreadsheet because it's how many cups do we need for water? How many for noon, our hydrations partner, right? So it's like how many estimated ounces per cup and how many cups are being taken and how many we need so that we don't run out of anything, right? Um, And that's one of our biggest things at Sportsbackers, our logistics. We really put kind of a flag in the ground on that. We're not going to run out of water and we're right. not going to you know, run out of food and we're going to have a good experience for everybody in the race, no matter if you're the first person to cross the finish line or the last person. And, when, and that's so interesting. You brought up temperatures. I've run the marathon. I've run the half. I've run the I ran with my uh, older daughter this year, the 8K, um, kind of a first foray for her into mm-hmm. to running. And it was a lot of fun. And, you know, there have been days where I've run and it's been 17 degrees and there's been days where I've run and it's been 55 to 60 degrees and it's they're drastically different so how do you guys how do you all factor in those things you said I want we don't ever want to run out of water we're trying to find out logistically what makes sense for these days how do you put all that together when you're not knowing sometimes till three or four days before like what's going to happen weather-wise yeah I mean it, it is interesting often for the 10k specifically like we have heaters and fans that we've rented for our medical right. tents. okay so Fair we're enough. prepared no matter which direction it's going to go in sure um, we also tend to we work very closely with CBS 6 as our official partner um, Zach Daniels over yeah. there definitely keeps us updated on you know the weather trends and where things are going um, so that we can be prepared and we always want to 
overestimate, right? Like we always overestimate on how much water we need at the finish. And if we have leftovers, like that's fine too. Um, We do work with some local groups to donate leftover food um, as you know, some of that stuff will expire and and can't sit, but things that like bottled water, we just store in our warehouse and and can use again um, so that we're always prepared. Yeah. Zach Daniels, one of your guys. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's helped out with the Fatherhood Foundation, an organization I'm a part of a number of things. I've uh, played a little doubles with him, too. true cornerstone of our community. That's right. That's right. (laughs) The weatherman. Um, So you guys, obviously, it's a big undertaking, and those water stops are a big deal. And usually they have volunteers at them. So how do you guys go about getting those volunteers to kind of fill the water stops, if you will? Yeah, so um, Mary Marshall our Graber, our water so- or our volunteer coordinator, okay. um, does an amazing job recruiting volunteers. The the 10K has over 1,500 total volunteers, wow. um, and that ranges from you know the two day expo where people are picking up all their mm-hmm. stuff through race day. So each of our water stops, we have four water stops on the 10K course. Um, each one of those has about 100 to 125 volunteers wow. at them. Um, so it is a big undertaking. Um, we work with a lot of different groups. Um, we've worked with the YMCA. Uh, they have been able to make uh, the 10K one of their volunteer days um, and bring out groups from their different locations. They're also a partner in the event, which is really a great tie mm-hmm. for us. Um, but we work with all kinds of different groups, high school groups to civic associations um, to come out and they you know, it's not just handing out water, right? They've right. got to get there. They set up the tables. They have to pre-fill cups because when that crush comes, you don't have time to keep filling yeah. stuff up. That's right. Um, you've got people handing stuff out and then you have other people refilling and restacking stuff on the table. So it's a it's a big job. What's the Where's the best place somebody could go to volunteer if they're not a part of the YMCA or one of these civic associations? So right on our website um, at sportsbackers.org, uh, there's a link to our volunteer page that shows all of our different shifts, days, um, times, the, what the commitment is, all of that information. Awesome. Go to the That's website. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Um, I'll tell you, as a, as a person who's running these races in Richmond, I've done the 10K multiple times and... Um, the water stop people are not only are they obviously they're out there doing an amazing job giving out the water, but they're always like encouraging. <laughs> like that's the one thing like, I got, you know, sometimes they're like, you look great. And I'm like, I've run 19 miles. I don't look great, but I, <laughs> but you're very kind to me. And um, so that's a big job. Like it's not just giving the water out or the, the noon, if you will, um, which is important for sure. But just that smile or like you got this, like. Those little things when you're 19 miles in or, or six miles or whatever it is that you're running, those things mean a lot to you at that point. You're looking for anything you can grasp on <laughs> to like get you across that finish line or whatever the case may be. So um, I appreciate those volunteers. They're, they're great. And I know it's a big help for you guys. Yeah. In addition to the volunteers, I mean, we have our spirit groups out there right. um, who are literally competing for prize money really? to oh, support people along the way. You know, we want to create that that fun environment and to keep people going. It's actually one of the things that uh, we at the sports backers really get high marks on nationwide. If you ever go to um, like a marathonguide.com to review races, that's where we always hit highs on our courses. Really? really? That's, that's yeah. awesome. That's great. So what have you all done to kind of uh, foster that and get that uh, that community involvement? What's the, what's the kind of the number one thing that sports backers have done or probably multiple things to kind of engage the community and be a part of the, the race day? 
Yeah. So I think part of it, you know, goes back to our logistics. We make things easy for people, right? Okay, we right. want to make sure that that the people coming out to support the race are having a good time. We help them, you know, assign them a specific location. We give them details on how to get there. We can supply things like signage and, and for the bands, we supply the generators oh, for them great. and like all of that stuff just to make the logistics easy. Yeah. So they want to keep coming out. Um, and then, you know, the energy of race day, just being out there with 20,000 people and seeing all of these people, you know, going through the process and, right. and finishing and making, accomplishing something that they, you know, some people may not have thought they could do right when they Absolutely. first started. It, it really just lifts up your spirit. Um, we often get, you know, one of the I won't say struggles, but one of the things that we always kind of laugh about is our volunteers turn into our participants. So they yeah, get right. out there yeah. they see people out there motivated. and they get motivated to come out and do it themselves, which yeah. is just an amazing, you know, piece for us. I've actually had the pleasure of experiencing the hype and energy in kind of two different ways. I've run the 10K once, which I need to do it again <laughs> many more times now several years ago. But I took my... Um, SAT for the first time, and I'll put emphasis on the first time at Thomas Jefferson High School on race day. Oh, <laughs> and windows were open because there's not AC in there. Uh -huh. It was one of those warm days, and so I just hear the bands and the cheering going on. Uh, not the most conducive for taking your SATs, but uh, still fun to hear and experience the energy. Don't let him fool you, Megan. He got a sixteen hundred that day. Don't let him fool you. Uh, not quite. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so tell us a little bit about. Um, what does it cost uh, right now to, to run the race? And we're in April now, so we're not too far from race day. Um, tell us what it costs to, to run the race. I'm sure there's a way to get participants in and that kind of thing. Yeah, how do you sign up? Um, yeah, so registration is still open. Um, registration goes, it actually goes through race morning. So oh, wow. you can sign up. Um, now you can sign up on the website, uh, sportsbackers.org. Okay. Um, you can sign up at the expo. Um, there is a price increase from now at, uh, race week. So sign up now. Um, okay. and then, uh, like I said, straight through race morning, um, people can continue to register. We really want to make it, like I said, as easy as possible for everyone to come out and be a part of it, no matter, you know, when you make that decision. Uh, we also have an option to run virtually. So if you're going to be out of town, you can still participate in the event. You can kill, still keep that streak alive if okay. you've been doing it multiple years. Um, we actually have a program called our 6.2 crew, um, and that's our loyalty program. So there are benchmarks for 5, 10, 15, and 20. Um, and we do have people who have run every 10K since it started. When was wow. the first year that it started? So it started in 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so next year will be our 25th running oh, wow. of the That's race. Sad. So, awesome. yeah, we're going to have to come up with a new uh, benchmark for our 6.2 yeah. crew. Um, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yes, we are very excited. I think last we had checked, uh, we have about 19 or 20 people that have run every, every single, single year. race every year. That's yeah. Incredible. Wow. And as people are signing up, you'll have a component for children as well. Is that right? We do. So there's uh, a one mile kids run, um, the Atlantic Union Bank 10K mini, um, and that happens race morning at eight o'clock. So they go off first okay. um, and then the 10K starts at 830. So we kind of get the kids through their race. Um, we do have some um, security things in place for the kids. So when they finish, there's kind of a meeting area where parents come to meet their kids before we let them out of the finish line. 
Um, so there's a little bit of reconfiguring sure, after sure. that to the 10K. Um, but yeah, the kids are, they're amazing. I mean, yeah, it's you a lot know, of fun to watch them start. They, they yeah. <laughs> yes, they take off sprinting and then a lot of them are walking about two so blocks. Later. Puffing and puffing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sometimes that's like me too. Uh, so like, <laughs> Although some yeah, of them yeah. are running a six minute mile. Yeah. So, which, you know, I'm not that fast. Yeah. So I'm impressed by that too. Yeah, there's been times where I've run like the half or the full and there's like kids who, you know, or probably like, like, like they're 10 years old and they're just flying by me and those, I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's great. I'm like, that makes me feel good about myself, you know? Yeah, so. my son is actually training for the 10K this year okay. um, and he's eight and we got home from a training run the other day and my oh. husband looked at me and said, you look way more tired than he does. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got a little, go. little more energy, young <laughs> legs, you know, as they say. Um, well, obviously, once again, we're thankful for your time here today. We're thankful for this event. I mean, yeah. This is one of the things I think we really are Richmond and you've already said it, Richmond really rallies around mm -hmm. not only the 10K, the 8K, the half, the full. Those are really fun events in our town. And we love that. And, and we get to see like I go out there and cheer if I don't run it. And we get to see so many clients out there and it's just a fun atmosphere to, you know, hey, Bob, you know, and it's quick, you know, and everybody wants to hear their name yelled out. Yeah. So, you know, people are running by and they got, might have their earphones on or whatever. And you yell and they look back and they're like. Oh yeah. Hey, what's up? You know, so it's just a fun event and it's just a fun community builder. And we're so thankful for sports backers because not only do you guys put these races on, y'all do lots of other great events. Um, obviously go check out their website. There's so much fun that you guys are about and part of here in the town. And y'all are a big fabric, a part of the fabric of our, yeah, of our city absolutely. for sure. Well, um, thank you. For you guys, so. Yeah, we appreciate that. You know, we, in addition to our events, we have uh, our programs as well. So we are, you know, trying to kind of live our work in the community. No doubt. Well, I think you guys are doing more than just living that out. I think you are definitely a big part of the fabric, like we said. So we're thankful for you. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, if you have not signed up, go sign up for the 10K this year. It should be a great event. Obviously, 6.2 miles. You can do that in your sleep. So um, do a little running, do a little training, and uh, sign up for the 10K. And we'd love to have you out there this year. Hey, once again, thank you so much for watching and listening to our podcast. Please follow us on all of our social media sites. Um, be our website or Instagram account. And uh, hey, we love look forward to bringing another edition of Chat and Chill with Province Hill. Y'all have a great day. Have a good Bye, one. Bye, guys.